Hello, welcome to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Here you will find cutting-edge information provided by the best experts in the world so you can learn how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Bruno de Gama is the Brazilian Health Nut in a mission to solve the problems you have when trying to lose weight forever. He is a nutritional therapy practitioner, a certified personal trainer, and a holistic lifestyle coach by the Czech Institute. Don't forget to say hello and sign up to our free newsletter at www.brazilianhealthnet.com. Let's go! Okay, thank you so much for being here with me today. And Luis, I really appreciate the time. Can you tell a little bit about your story, your background, and how did you become the first lady of nutrition? <laughs> thank you so much, Bruno. Well, I have been involved with nutrition over 35 years. And I have a very traditional background. I have a master's degree from Teachers College, Columbia University, and then went on for a PhD in holistic nutrition, and I'm a certified nutrition specialist from the American College of Nutrition. I've worked at Bellevue Hospital in New York City, and then went on to the Hill Health Center, which was a satellite center for the Yale University in New Haven, Connecticut, before which I became the director of nutrition at the Pritikin Longevity Center, which is the real beginning of my story because it was the model for the fat-free, carbohydrate-rich diet, which was so very hot in the 1980s and 90s, probably before some of your people were born. Mm -hmm. But I would say that I was on the front lines of nutrition and saw firsthand the pitfalls and the, the, the benefits of a low-fat, high-complex carbohydrate diet and then began to realize that fat wasn't the demon in the American diet. It was really sugar, including too many grains, too much wheat, and too much fruit. So yeah. after my stint at the Pritikin Center, I wrote 30 books talking about the concepts of fat in terms of how it related to women's health, men's health, uh, beauty, the environment, athletic ability, detoxification. And so my latest book is an update of one that was previously written in 1999 called Eat Fat, Lose Weight, How mm -hmm. Fat Cells Can Be Triggered to Become Slim by using the right fats and understanding how they're metabolized and, and, and work to uh, help your body to digest the proper oils. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's a great story. And I saw on your website that you, like you just told us, you have over 30 books. You have been featured on Dr. Phil, Good Day New York, Cosmopolitan Magazine. I mean, there are so many uh, things. Uh, can you summarize what's your main message that you are spreading through all this, the media? I think the main message is that fat is back big time. And if you have a fear of fat, get over it quickly. We need fat because it is really the trigger to help reset your metabolism, your stress, your hunger, and even sex hormones. It's not just good for weight loss, but believe it or not, Bruno, it's good for overall health. We find that when people start eating the smart fats, not only do they lose weight, but their depression goes away, their joint pains go away, their heart disease risks 
risk becomes lowered. They look better in terms of their skin, hair, and nails, and their immune system gets a big boost. So fat is back. I think it's the most misunderstood macronutrient of the time, and it's high time we start to utilize it and then use the kind of foods and sometimes supplements that help your body to be able to emulsify and break down the fat so that your system can absorb them properly. Yeah. Why do you think so many people are afraid of fat nowadays? I, I talk to my friends, to clients all the time about this subject of fat, how important it is to have in our diet. But they, oh my God, but if I eat fat, I'm going to become fat. I'm going to gain weight, right? Why do you think is that? You know, it's a good question. That is the big question. And I think it's because we've been kind of um, inundated with improper information. We've almost been controlled, almost hypnotized with the concept that fat will make you fat when in essence the right fat will make you thin because of the way that it works with hormones. If you look at it this way, the biggest fat promoting hormone is insulin. Insulin is triggered with carbohydrates from grains, from fruits, too many vegetables, even starches. So insulin is the bad guy. The uh, good fats help to lower your insulin and the carbohydrates raise it. That's all people need to know. It all has to do with hormones and the way in which food impacts the hormonal effects of your body. Mm -hmm. Got you. Uh, I would like to have your take on this thing and uh, about this obesity epidemic that we, we have nowadays worldwide. I live in the US but I come to Brazil quite often and I see the difference on the waistline every time I come back here what's, go what's going on, right? I'm always observing people and I'm always in intrigued like what's going on? Why are people getting so much weight worldwide? I think it's because they haven't gotten the message of eat fat, lose weight. They still think to get thin, they have to have a fear of fat and eat as many carbohydrates from the grains and the breads and the pastas uh, as possible. And again, that's a mindset that began way, way back in the 1980s, quite frankly, with the Pritikin Longevity Center and all of these diets that accrued after that. But if you take a look at what we now know based upon the research with the paleo diets, the ketogenic diet, the primal diets, we have found that people lose weight very easily when they add back the right fats and actually will lose weight but gain weight when they go back to their old eating habits, even if that includes a lot of fruits and a lot of grains and a lot of fat-free foods. So fat will make you thin, sugar will make you fat. That's the mantra I want all of your listeners mm -hmm. to take away. Cool. That's a great message. And like I told you before, I was on my website and there was... A lot of good information and about also overcoming weight loss plateau. So there are six topics that you cover. I would like to ask you the first one, which is about thyroid, thyroid health. Can you tell a little bit about the how does it function and how can it make, make you obese or gain weight? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any way, Bruno, you can boost metabolism without somehow addressing the thyroid gland because this is the gland that really regulates the metabolism and it big time affects the burning of calories as well as the control of your weight, even your body temperature, your muscles, muscle strength. And in terms of women, it really controls the menstrual cycle. So if you have an underactive thyroid, which is so common in this day and age, almost half the people I deal with have some kind of hypothyroidism, then the body doesn't produce the, the kind of 
uh, thyroid hormone, which is very important for your body to transfer T4 into activated T3. So there's a metabolic issue there. When we add the right kind of fat back and add the things that metabolize it, the body can then have the system transfer the T4 to the activated T3. So it's very very helpful in terms of activating the way in which your body burns fat. People that have classic symptoms of low thyroid activity are also people that need to know about this particular message. So individuals with really cold hands and feet. I mean, even if you're not overweight, there are a lot of very thin and trim people with very cold hands. And then you've got the individuals that are very depressed or experiencing hair loss, which is a biggie, uh, aching wrists or fluid retention, even constipation. All that is connected to low thyroid. We find that when you're eating the right kind of fats and you use certain supplements to metabolize them, then you're able to lose weight and all these symptoms can disappear. And it has to do with the way in which fat is utilized, but also digested. And that's Mm -hmm. where the concept of the bile comes into play, which I talk about in Eat Fat, Lose Weight. Many people that have their gallbladders taken out, interestingly enough, or have subclinical fat digestion problems seem to start evidencing low thyroid situations so the two are intimately connected interestingly enough yeah do you have any favorite foods and supplements to help with low thyroid for low thyroid i love coconut oil in in terms of eat fat lose weight we find that at least two tablespoons of coconut oil will allow you to lose fat lose fat really well so I like that concept in terms of the thyroid you have to stay away from gluten we know that gluten in a lot of cases in wheat rye oats and barley and a myriad of other foods will actually dampen thyroid hormone so stay away from the glutens I also find that um, if in fact you add a little bit of beets to the diet that beets really are very helpful in terms of allowing your body to digest fats even better and somehow have a connection with thyroid function as well because of the connection between the bile acids as well as the thyroid gland. I would also suggest that in terms of thyroid health, we need a certain amount of iodine, not too much and not too little. And that is where either your naturally iodized salt can come into play. I like sea salt that has a balance of all the trace minerals, including iodine. Or I'm also in favor of some very clean um, seaweeds that you can get, perhaps the chlorella, which has been test tube grown without any toxins or heavy metals that will provide a little extra iodine. So iodine is a biggie when it comes to thyroid health, as well as potassium and manganese. Those three are my biggies. Yeah, that's great information. Number two here, clean up our gut. So there is a lot of talk nowadays on the media about the gut health, the gut-brain connection, all that kind of stuff, and the importance of the intestinal flora. Can you tell a little bit about this? Oh, yeah. We know it's very important that your gut, the kind of bacteria, the good bacteria versus the bad bacteria, has a lot to do with whether you become thin or not. It has a lot to do with neurotransmitters, which actually live in your gut, as well as your ability to metabolize and extract energy from food. So we've got to be eating good foods that provide the microbiome with everything it needs. That's where some of your fermented foods come into play, whether that's kimchi or whether that's sauerkraut or in some cases even a plain Greek yogurt. I'm very fond of those foods as well as certain supplements that can also help in terms of weight loss and gut health. Gut, it's super important. 
Uh, now I have one here. I think a lot of people are gonna be mad about it, and <laughs> it's about cutting the caffeine. So mm. why why is that important? I know one cup a day is, is is very healthy, but more than that is toxic. It's because it raises cortisol levels, and cortisol mm. is a primary fat promoting hormone, very similar to insulin that we talked about in relationship to carbohydrates. I've seen time and time again where people just live on coffee, and they cannot lose weight even though there are no calories really in coffee. So the concept here is that one a day, you know, keeps the weight away but more than that can become a little toxic so if you take a little coffee in the morning put a little uh, coconut oil in there yeah that's what I just did today in the morning actually I had some coffee with coconut oil and some butter as well mm. just to start my day but yeah like it, like you said I don't have more than one cup it's enough for me for the rest of the day otherwise I don't feel great well no Number it's, it's too much for those of us that are really highly geared it really affects the adrenals nobody's talking about that and it's a primary diuretic of magnesium which mm -hmm. is the most underrated mineral in the human body so I'm not in favor of, of a lot of coffee a little is good a lot is not yeah, I was actually talking to my mom about that because she was like, oh, Bruno, I'm drinking coffee, but I go to the bathroom a lot. So I said, yeah, it's a diuretic. So what you have, <laughs> what you have to do is to drink some water as well, especially after you're having coffee and diuretics. So it's super important to keep your hydration even higher once you're having diuretics, diuretics in your diet. Very, number very important. Yeah, number four here, it's something that we, we haven't talked on the show yet. It's about fungals and parasites, invaders. Oh my what is gosh. that? Yeah. Oh, OMG. Uh, that's a whole topic in and of itself, Bruno. I know, I know. I'm but sorry to put you on the spot. Par parasites can also make you fat. So that's really the bottom line. I've done a lot of research and have written about that. And even though we still think of it as a problem just in third world countries, almost every single one of the clients that I have worked with may have one or more parasites lurking in their system, whether it's Giardia, whether it's Amoeba, whether it's Tapeworm, whether it's Ascaris, whether it's Cryptosporidium, you name it, I've seen it right here on our shores. So what I can tell you is that certain types of tapeworm will make you fat and certain kinds of roundworm will make you so thin that you can't gain weight no matter what you do. So if you've been a worldwide traveler, have had instances of food poisoning, live with your lovely animals and enjoy going to bed with them and all that, that other good stuff, it might be beneficial to take a look at a parasite cleanse and really see if uh, that's a situation you need to rule out. And we've got information on our website and kits that people can use maybe once or twice a year to really clean out the critters that may be impacting their total health and well-being. Yeah, that's amazing to hear that because there is so many information on the media nowadays, especially about, oh, losing weight is easy. You just have to eat less and exercise more. And what you just said told us it's about completely different. There is like about fungus and parasites making you fat or even super skinny, right? So it has nothing to do with the just the calories in and out. No, it what doesn't. Do you think? It, it, it doesn't. It's an environmental problem, an environmental hazard. And a lot of times, you know, you may have had a wonderful trip, you know, overseas someplace and you 
taken some tainted water or you didn't peel your fruits and vegetables or you had some food that should have been better cooked. I mean, that can happen right here in this country. It doesn't much matter where you've been these days. But the reality is that many times you get sick and don't realize that it was created by a trip overseas or a camping trip in the country or eating out in an exotic restaurant. So the idea is that you just, the way that you, you know, deworm your animals, you have to deworm yourself. It's just a fact of life in this day and time. Mm -hmm. Very interesting stuff. I have to dig a little bit more about this. I haven't studied much about fungus and parasites. In fact. <laughs> well, the, the fungus connection is another one which is worthy of looking into. And they're two different animals, quite frankly. We've got the parasites that can make you fat. And people can get very bloated with yeast. And, you know, you can get a yeast infection or a systemic yeast problem just by having an overdose or a course of antibiotics that so many of us, you know, use because they're very helpful for certain bacterialists situations. So um, you've yeah. got to really look at that because some of that yeast that's in the system can make you overeat and create cravings that you have no control over. So again, it's not just calories in, calories out. There are a whole bunch of other factors that are contributing to the inability to lose weight despite your best efforts. Yeah, most definitely. And then you have this drinking the hot metabolism cocktail. What is that, Anne Louise? <laughs> oh, drinking the hot metabolism cocktail. Well, that is a mixture of a lot of thermogenic or fat-promoting spices and herbs with a little bit of tomato juice that you take once to twice, sometimes even three times a day. I think in our program we tell you to do it three times a day. And it's very, very kind of spicy so that's good in terms of getting your body to sweat and raise your body temperature so you can start to metabolize calories better and it really works almost better than anything I've ever done with people Bruno I mean it's really quite a kick you know it's a real kick start let me put it that yeah. way to a healthy eating program yeah I'm gonna check it out the ingredient list and I'm gonna use it on my own because I was uh, actually read a little bit it's a lot of spices so interesting very interesting great spices and they're also good for heavy metal detox so it's not just to lose weight but a lot of those spices yeah. can help to detox heavy metals like lead and arsenic aluminum and mercury cool yeah so those are the five tips here guys to overcoming plateau if you're having some problems with weight Hey guys, what's up? Bruna Gama here, Brazilian Health Nut. And let's take a little break from the show because I would like to offer you something. If you go to my website, www.brazilianhealthnut.com and click on the page Burn Fat Forever, you can go ahead and claim your free consultation with me right now, okay? Or you can just send me an email at brazilianhealthnut at gmail.com. So you can start to lose weight and feel healthier right now, okay? So go ahead and claim your free consultation with me and remember that spots are limited, okay? Now let's get back to the show. I would love to get your opinion about the difference between men and women when trying to lose weight and just become healthier, you know, because losing weight is just one thing, but it's really what it is about here. We're talking about becoming health, the best version of yourself. Yeah. What it, are the main differences? It's so true. It's your best version of yourself. Well, it, it really all boils down to one word, which is hormones. And because women have so many hormonal fluxes, you know, they're perimenopausal, they're menopause, they're in PMS, all of that affects their cravings and their ability to lose or gain weight. And if they're taking hormones, whether it's estrogen or progesterone, sometimes that can impact weight as well, whereas some of the estrogen really 
attracts weight in terms of water and salt, just like a magnet. So it's the hormonal fluctuations that women go through much more predominantly than men. That is the reason that it's harder for women to lose weight than men. And men have more muscle mass, and that acts like an innate calorie burner. So it may give us an unfair advantage, at least if you're a male, but I think that both men and women, once they know they know how their body works and they know what to do to make themselves feel better. They know a little bit about their blood type, which I also deal with. They know about the uh, environmental influences and they know how important fats are for me to fat lose weight. I think you can overcome anything. I think it's really your mindset that's the most important thing of all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and listen to their body. Just, just I think that's so important, even though, you know, the difference, like you just said, about hormonal between men and women. But if they listen to the body then and they have the mindset right, they can do anything. I, I totally agree. Yeah. What about environmental health, such as we have so many things going on today, like EMFs and toxins <laughs> and hormonal disruptors. Oh, my God, that's a huge, another huge topic to talk about for an hour. But how can we start this conversation? Well, in terms of weight loss, you, you said it correctly. It's a hormone disruptor. A lot of the chemicals in the environment are hormone disruptors. So they're, they're semi-estrogenetic. And that may not just be some of the chemicals, but think of the plastics and th think of the pesticides. They all sometimes have a hormonal or estrogen impact on the system, including, you know, the water bottle that I'm now drinking out of to get some water in my system. So, I mean, they're, they're everywhere. They're just very ubiquitous. But I would also tell people, and I know this is very strange, it's going to sound totally strange, but what I want to let them know is that the overuse of so many of these digital devices really has a biological impact on the system. It creates stress hormones and we know that stress produces cortisol which is a fat producing hormone so too much exposure you know without enough sunshine and getting back to nature and grounding will really impact you detrimentally when it comes to your hormones because of that cortisol connection which then will evidence itself in too much weight so you have to unplug at least once a week just do a digital diet no devices, no Facebook, no computer, no nothing. Do that once a week to get your body to reboot itself. And at night, make sure that you make your room into a little haven where you unplug everything and don't sleep with your cell phone and make sure there's no wireless router in your bedroom. Yeah, that's so important. I try to do this as much as I can, even though I'm working on the computer all the time, but I'm really paying attention to those things, but especially with the cell phone. I always put into the airplane mode whenever I'm not using, so I don't have these EMFs constantly. What about the ladies who put uh, makeup and all this stuff going on and putting on into their their skin? Because their skin is the biggest organ people don't realize, and uh, it's absorbing everything so oh, it, it's it, actually it, we have a problem getting to the too. bloodstream i know i know especially with the parabens that act like a an estrogenetic compound and can kind of make you fat over the years as little by little it builds up well you've got to be really conscious you have to take your health back you've got to make choices you have to look for cosmetics that are paraben free that are natural cosmetics without any of the synthetic chemicals and you just have to be conscious of everything that you do in life it becomes a 24-7 job just taking care of yourself but the rewards are endless yeah and I tell this to people and they look at me and like, oh, do you think my makeup is making me fat? I said, no, it's not. But then I get into what you just said. It's kind of like it's not just the makeup. There is 
the the odorants there is the, <laughs> the shampoo and then there is the food and the stress and not sleeping and blah 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 and there is so many things and then it adds up and then one day it's gonna break down because your body you know it's not gonna last forever especially if you're doing those things right it, it is it's toxic overload we're swimming in a toxic soup <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. and and you just and you can't be overwhelmed by it. You have to do what you can, but I'll tell you something. The best thing to do is just to take a break from everything, and that's that one day of unplugging. You know your digital things, and one day go without makeup. Just give your body a chance to reboot and reset itself. There was an article on your website about children's health and obesity, and was titled "What Steve Jobs Knew About High Tech Parenting." What is that? Oh, that's, <laughs> the, that was a good know. one. That must have. Yeah. I'm just. I'm trying to remember when that came out. But you know, the concept is that I know he was very careful with a lot of his high tech devices and his children, because I think on some level he was aware that some of their social skills could be impaired if they were involved with devices all the time. That's number one, and number. Number two is the concept that all of these devices, all of these um, digital devices can impact children far more detrimentally than adults. They have very, very thin skulls. They're developing skulls and radiation, especially a cell phone or a cell phone monitor or a baby monitor or an iPad, it will go into the child's skull 50% more than a human, unhuman, excuse me, than an adult human. Let me put mm -hmm. it that way. So around children, be really careful. They don't need all this digital stuff. Give them a break. You know, I get really concerned about all these schools that are wireless. You go into a movie theater, it's wireless. You go on the, the plane, it's wireless. I mean, this is 24-7 being involved with radiations that are totally, totally alien to the human body and how we've evolved. So just give yourself a break as much as possible. Do not have your kid, unless he's 18, have access to a full-time Smartphone, I know that's going to sound kind of, you know, very overwhelming for some parents. But, you know, we did very well for the past 60, 65 years, you know, without cell phones the way we have them now. And I think people were a lot more healthier. Yeah, this is a very, very important subject to, to talk about. I want to have somebody on the show just to talk about this, the importance of this the technology word. I was at my friend's house yesterday, and she has a sister. She's, I think, 11 years old, and she has a smartphone, like you just mentioned. And she was on the phone all the time. And I was like, what are you doing there? She's like, oh, I'm checking out Instagram. I'm like, oh, oh my of course, it's you know, addictive. But yeah, you know, it is addictive. It's, it's addictive. And I wrote a book about this called Zapped because I was addicted, Bruno. That's why I can tell you, you know, without a doubt that this has an impact. Maybe not immediately, but it has an impact. I got a tumor from my cell phone use exactly wow. on the side of the head where I was holding the cell phone 24-7 because I was dealing with living with it. I was on the plane with it. I was all over with it. And I'll tell you something. It affects your sleep. It affects your well-being. And I dare say, as we you know circle back a little bit, it affects your inability to lose weight. Uh, it makes me really mad because I see a lot of people kind of like losing their lives to technology on a on a bad way because then they are there, they're not producing anything, they're not really living, they're just being the audience for somebody else. They're just like there checking out the stuff and then they're not doing something amazing with their lives. So I think it's yeah, it's, it's a it's a crazy subject. Yeah. <laughs> 
very distracting, <laughs> very yeah. distract. It's a big distraction for a lot of us. And then we're, and then our eye is not on the real goals we need in life. It's just checking Facebook, liking their posts, seeing what your friends are doing. I mean, we did very well without knowing what somebody was doing 24 seven. Yeah. And we'll leave it. And we already, <laughs> sorry, go ahead. No, that's okay. That's okay. I, I was just thinking, you know, we've got a trillion dollar telecommunications industry. They don't like to hear this information. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we gotta tell. We gotta talk anyway. Uh, and we talk a lot about food already, but I would like to ask you about supplements. Do you have a, like a favorite list of supplements that you think people should be having on a daily basis? I think everybody in this day and age needs to support their ability to digest fats and detoxify. So it means they have to build up their bile. So in that case, I like any kind of supplement that is like a bile. It's called bile salts or even ox bile. You can get them in health food stores. I also like lecithin a great deal, Bruno, because lecithin, especially from a non-GMO soy source or even sunflower seeds, will break down fats and then makes them very easy to digest so that your bile will flow very evenly. I'm also a big believer in terms of lipase, which is a digestive enzyme that breaks down fats and oils. Love magnesium. I think it's much more important than calcium will ever be. Magnesium, very good for depression, for your heart, for your in, for sleeping through the night, your ability to handle stress. I like hormone D. We used to call it vitamin D, but in my book, it's like a hormone. I think yeah. hormone D is exceedingly important for your immune system, your ability to fight off flu your ability to absorb calcium and magnesium from the diet and from supplements. So I love that, maybe 2,000 to 5,000 IUs a day in an oil-based supplement. I like anything that is a copper-free supplement for women because too much copper will make you have too much estrogen, which then will make you gain weight because it'll mm -hmm. attract too much fat and salt. And my favorite of all is one called Ultra H3, which uh, you can check out on our website or on unikeyhealth.com, which is the supplement that is the anti-aging next generation oh. of one that was known in Romania. It's been, yeah, it's that's been, what I was going to ask you because I have here, the, because I never heard of the GH3, the Romanian thing. I was like, oh, I got to ask, what is oh, that? I never heard well, of it. <laughs> you know, it's because you're a little younger than I am, but what I will tell you is that when I was you know, growing up back in the day, <laughs> we heard a lot about people, all of these celebrities and all of these heads of state that were flying to Romania, and they were getting shots of something called Gerovitol, and they were claiming that their hair started to turn color, they had no more arthritis, and their sex lives were revived. It seemed like it was the fountain of youth. So I did some experimentation, did some research, wanted to go to Romania, but lo and behold, I could not because <laughs> of other situations that came up. And then I found somebody in this country that had a product which we then manufactured ourselves through our own label that was the basic formula that was used in Romania and we have gotten such extraordinary results with Ultra H3 it's been probably the best-selling product that I have ever ever written about that people just order time in and time out and it's been a bestseller for 15 years without a lot a lot of nationwide promotion so it's good for anybody no matter what their age and stage of life is it lowers a certain end which rises um, after you get older and can impact your brain, whether it's Alzheimer's or depression or just some sort of cognitive impairment. It's exceedingly important for the hair, the skin, the nails, the brain. Uh, it helps to repair cell membranes and great for your sex life. Mm -hmm. So besides this supplement, 
I have to ask you this. Uh, what are your other tips to best aging, anti-aging, right? Because you look amazing, I have to tell you. Well, that's very kind coming from a former model. So thank you so much. Um, what do I do? I do Ultra H3. I've done that for years. I take a supplement also called Super GI Cleanse, which um, was formulated many years ago to work with my parasite programs. And so I make sure I take that morning and night, especially when I'm traveling, but now I'm taking it every day. It helps you to go to the bathroom to remove all the waste that may not be coming out daily. It is so important because it also contains very mild anti-parasitic herbs as well as anti-fungal herbs, uh, some digestive enzymes, and some probiotics. Very gentle but very effective to make sure that you're cleaning your system out. It addresses kidney health, liver health, and GI health. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. A lot of good information. Thank you so much. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you'd like to share with us that you think it is important in terms of weight loss and just health, general health? Well, you know what I would say? A lot of times your weight is not your fault. So I want people to not feel guilty about the fact that they may not be losing weight. They really have to right. start looking in the areas that you and I chatted about. It's your hormones a lot of times. Sometimes it's that fear of fat, not eating the right kind of fat. Sometimes it's your liver and your bile because if they're not flowing properly, if they're not thin enough, if they're too congested, your body's not breaking down fast, so you're getting more fat. And I would say also that we have to then unplug. Once again, I'm saying that from a lot of our devices because you can get fat, interestingly enough, from too much cortisol, which is prompted by the overuse of you know too much of a good thing. So I would say balance in all things. If people could buy Eat Fat, Lose Weight, which is available on Amazon as a Kindle, Uh, that would really be a great step in having them see some of the areas and explore some of those areas that they may not be reading about in other blogs or other or know about in other podcasts or other books. Yeah, and just something came into my mind right now when I was reading a book, the Fat Flush for Life, I think was, and you had one exercise about people to write it down their problems and then taking that piece of paper and burning, right? It's very, it's very freeing. Yes. Yes. Can you sh can you share about this uh, exercise with people? Why they should do this? Well, they, it's it's uh, you know it's kind of metaphysical here, so we're going into a whole different arena. But I think it's really freeing once you can empty yourself of any of the negativity or any of the things in life that have happened to you, and you can start to forgive yourself and forgive others. Because unfortunately, when you harbor any of these negativities or bad feelings or anger, the only person that it really harms is you. So if you can do this kind of exercise, it almost has a freeing, a freeing aspect, and I think that's very important in terms of individuals that need to look in every area of their life so that body, mind, and spirit, they're whole once again, and that's what we want people to be, and, and you said it very beautifully previously, we want them to be the best version of themselves. So my last question for you, Anne, is people listen to this podcast right now, they, I mean, it was a lot of information, great information, and they might be thinking, so What should I do? Just one action. If you have to give just one thing for them to do right, right now, what would that be? Make sure that every day you take your lemon and water, as I talk about in the book, because that will start getting the bile thinner, helping you to metabolize fat. That will also clean up your system, make you eliminate, start peristalsis, and actually cleanse the palate. So lemon and water is your BFF when it comes to eating fat and losing weight. 
Ooh, awesome. Thank you so much. So where can people find you and what's next for you? I know you're very busy. So what's going on in your life right now? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Sometimes I ask myself that same question. <laughs> um, people can find me, number one, at annlouise.com. You can find me also on Facebook, although I'm not as active as, as I would like to be on Facebook. But, you know, we post every day and, and we've got my team that, that helps me manage that. But annlouise.com yeah. would be great. And I would say what's next is really to update and revise many of these areas that you and I spoke about today, whether it was parasites or heavy metals or fungus. I've written about these things for years, and I want to bring a whole new generation up to date on some of these areas that are making them feel sick and tired and overweight that they may not even be aware of. Mm, great, great, great. Thank you so much, and I super appreciate your time. It was a great show, a lot of great information I can't wait to share with the listeners. Well, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, you have a good day. Yeah, you have a good one too. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Brazilian Health Nut Show. Go to www.brazilianhealthnut.com for much more information about how to burn fat for the rest of your life. Hasta luego.